You are listening to the Torah Sparks Podcast, the podcast that finds and ignites sparks of spiritual light and meaning in anything and everything, bringing out lessons and values straight from the Holy Torah. I am your host, Ori Strum. Let's jump right in. This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Spread. Um, I didn't like position myself yet. I was just like getting Fiji water for my second time. Because I absolutely love Fiji water. And I used to drink it, Bishita, until I had a taste test. And somebody put in front of me a tap water and Fiji water. And I liked the tap water better. So then I stopped buying Fiji water. Because I realized it wasn't worth it. <laughs> but now that it's here, I actually love it. Um, yeah. Um, so... It's, it, you're going to think I'm joking, but I'm not. I kid you not. The, you know, I was thinking of Hadira Salolu and the, 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 the Dami, the few that we sing when we light the candles. Hadira Salolu, these, Hadira Salolu, these candles. So what are these candles? Obviously, it's the midnight right, right in front of us. That's obviously what these refer to. But there's another these. It's the very next word. It's anachnu, madlikin. Right? So the, the way to read that is, haner is that with these candles, it's anachnu madlikin. We're lighting ourselves it, as a deeper dimension of, of, um, of Hanukkah. And, you know, with the gematria, so the halal is actually gematria, Yonah, the same 71, Christ was compared to Yonah. Um, it's brought down that somebody who lights candles, um, they'll, they'll have banim, and the, I think it's one of the, Rebbe, the one of the rabbis of uh, Gore, one of the Gare rabbis says that, well, Hashem also lights the candles too, and he's open to banim, that's us. So, so, I mean, we are in the realm of Malik, under Malik, and that we are being lit. Um, I want to talk about something interesting for a second. So, so this is, this is not like anything crazy, but today I went with my wife to Parisers, which has unbelievable um, Sufganio. And again, this is not a joke. So we, we bought two, because there are only two people. We don't need more than that. And I only had a debit card to pay with. I actually also had a credit card, but I was only offering to pay with a debit. And that was just, that's just a detail in the story, not really important. But anyway, so she said we have a $5 minimum. So I'm like, okay, so I told my wife, you just pick out another donut, we'll just have to buy another one to get over that threshold. So we've got another one, if you want to know what type it was, it was Oreo flavor. Okay. Um, but anyways, I'll look at the, t- the total later, this is Ron Sinus from today, um, $7.73, $7.73, that's the gematria of Hanira's Hello. Fine. Um, so um, it's actually 772, my cool 772. It, but it's, it's the same thing. I just thought it was interesting. And while it seemed like a joke, it's so not a joke because this is one of the essence, one of the messages of Hanukkah is, is Hashkacha Pratis. And that, that we can go to a donut store and buy donuts from a bakery, a donut store, whatever you call it, and the, the, the receipt can have significance in terms of a number. Now, I'm not saying this is why it happened, but the fact that there can be significance and that Hashem governs the world and that we can make a connection now with the nearest halal and bring out a lesson, that's Hashem practice, that Hashem runs the world. There's, there's um, this singularity, this, this individualistic 
um, governing of Hashem over us. And it's different than with how Hashem governs, governs animals. We know one of the differences between animals and humans is that humans are governed by Hashem, maybe specifically Jews, depends who you ask, and the animals are, are not. So specific animals that have no, no shackles to humans, they're not governed by Hashem. And it could be when, when the Chazal tell us that the Yevonim, um, they, they told the, either they wrote or they told Chayisol to write on two places. These are the two places that I know of. Two places they told them to write Elechem Chilak They did it on the bias on the on the doorposts of their homes, and they did it on the Karen shore. So they did it on the bias and on the animals in the Sada. The bias represents the place where a human lives, and the Karen shore represents the animals. And what Yavon was trying to do was link the two. The, it was the same message that they put on both of these things. Hashem doesn't care about you. Hashem, Hashem doesn't care. I want to tell you something else. So, today, I get to my office, and again, I, this, is, this is 100% MS, and I, none of this is made up. So I get to my office, I'm sitting on my desk, I find this piece of paper. Now, it's not crazy to find a piece of paper in an office, because there's... You know, there, I have a sticky note pad on the desk, but it is interesting to find handwriting that's not your own on the desk. So I, I look at it, this was in the morning, maybe like 10 o'clock. Thank you for uplifting the lives of others, and now take time to enjoy and uplift yourself. Okay, so I'm reading this, and I, I'm feeling good, like that's, that's really nice, whoever wrote that. Is, I appreciated that. I mean, it's nice. You know, you care about other people, and now it's time to take care, care of yourself. And I, obviously, I, I figured out it was somebody else in, in the office. So what I did was I took the piece of paper, and I went to the notebooks of these other, other people in the office. And I was comparing the handwriting. <clears throat> so I went to the first guy, Jason, and I'm looking. I was like, it's not his. I went to this other guy, Emosha, um, and I, it was clearly his handwriting. So I called him in. I said, thank you so much. I, I really appreciate it. I really meant it. Um, because the fact they took his time as day to write a note thanking me for lifting up others. I don't know what that meant. But to now take time to uplift yourself. I, I mamish felt good by that sentiment, by, by this right here. I mamish felt good. Um, and he told me, he's like, yeah. He's like, you weren't in the office yesterday. I was sitting at your desk. And that note wasn't written for you. I wrote that note because I was on the phone and I had to remember something. I was doing, I was taking care of something for someone else. And I wrote this, I to not forget, and I forgot it on your desk. This happened momish today. And then we were both laughing about it. And then I realized that, you're right, he didn't write it for me, but Hashem did. Because the fact that I got inspiration from it meant that when he wrote it at the time that he did, there was Hashkacha Pratis at that moment. Which also teaches you a lesson that you never know what your actions can cause. You may, you may never know. You might not realize that it's going to help somebody or make not help somebody, depending on what you say, what you do, what you write down. Who knows? But in this, in, in, what, what I picked up from this is that Hashem was giving me this message, and I was able to actually feel uplifted by a message that wasn't even written to me by the guy. But it was written for me because, because I'm feeling this way that I did. Um, but this is what Yavon was trying to counter. They wrote it on the doorpost and they wrote it on the Karen shore because they were trying to link the two and say that just like the animals have no hashkacha pratis, so too you and the bias, so too the humans have no hashkacha pratis. You have no connection to, Hash, to Hashem. Um, you know, it's interesting. In the I don't have my, 
Um, it's interesting. In the Chad Gadya, the Sefer Misaper, um, I forgot the name. Misaper, I forgot the name. Misaper, I forgot the name. There is a Sefer on the Chad Gadya. It says, Asa Vesasua Vesasha Lamaya. The ox, right? The ox, the shore came and it swallowed the water. And this, this parish says that this is a reference to Yavon. Because Yavin did all this crazy stuff, no brismila, no Shabbos, no, no nothing, no, and they wrote on the Karana shore in the Chetet Yisrael, and, it, and it, it drank the water, meaning it demolished, it got rid of Tamina Tachamim. And what does that mean? Why, why, so why is, why is Yavin, I mean, it could be called, why is it called by the, by the ox, by the shore? He says because out of all of the tsars that Yavin did, the fact that they wrote in the Karen Ashar, that was Gadol Mikulam. That's a Kiddush. He says that was the greatest of all the decrees that Yavan had against the Jewish people. This was the greatest one. I mean, you would think, um, right, that Tibol Dehabit Chila and Rismila and Shabbos and Rosh Chodesh, there's a lot of other things that you might have thought would be on the list ahead of writing a certain, a certain phrase on the horn. But what we're, suggest- what we're saying here is that, no, no, what, this was so fundamental is because they were trying to get rid of this idea that we have a relationship with Hashem, that there's no Hashkach HaPratis. We're just, Hashem governs us like He governs animals. And that is such a, 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 that is such a, a scary place to be in. And um, when we light the Hanukkah, the candles of the menorah remind us, and there is Halalu, yeah, besides the gematria of the sukkaniot that we bought, but it reminds us of Anuman Likin, and that it reminds us that Hashem has His place, and we have that place within His makom, within His place, within His world. And I'd like to end with a story. And this is a story from I heard from Rav Meinel Chaverin. It basically says like this: There was about fifty years ago, um, there weren't many Jews in Australia, and there was a chassid who went to do. You know the story. But, um, yeah, he went to Australia to do business, and he was getting ready for Shabbos. And he's like, where am I going to find a yid? I need to stay at a yid for Shabbos. So he went to the fish store, because he knows the mitzvah to eat fish on Shabbos. So on Thursday, he went to the fish store. And Kachaya, Kachaya there was a Kachavra. Kach, what? Kach, Kach. Yeah, Kach. So, so he got to the store, and the first guy who bought a big fish, he said, hey, are you Jewish? And the guy said, yes, I am. Come to my house for Shabbos. And he went to this guy's house for Shabbos. He pulled up, and this guy lived in a mansion. It was beautiful, and he had an uplifting Shabbos. And, Miros, and he shared the big Torah. On the course of the meal, he, he over the course of the Shabbos, he noticed that in the break front, there was a broken jug amongst all the beautiful silverware. Uh, 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 the, the silver on display. And so he wasn't going to be sitting at the table as to not embarrass the, the, the wealthy man. So he waited out to Shabbos before he left, and he, before he left, he said, hey, what, why do you have a broken jug amidst all this other fancy stuff? Why do you have that? And he said, I want to tell you a story. So it's a story within a story. So you know that's dramatic. So I was telling you the story. My wife says, oh, I love the stories of the story. Um, it's fun to always say, okay, enough about stories and stuff. But this is a story of story. So he said, I want to tell you a story. When I was 12 years old, this is a rich man telling me. When I was 12 years old, my father passed away, and my mother was very, very poor, and I needed to buy me some money, and I did that. I went out to make money. And I ended up making a lot of it, and it ended up becoming, like Chazal ended up saying, like, the mind can get to your head. And slowly but surely, he slowly weaned off of his Misurah, and weaned off of Torah, and Mitzvahs, and Yiddishkeit, Lagamri. And one day along his, his journey, um, through his, you know, in his fried state of, state of mind, he came across a kid who was crying uncontrollably, 
and he said, why are you crying? And the kid said, um, the kid said, my father has no money, and he sent me out to, tonight happens to be the first night of Hanukkah, and he sent me out to go fill up this jug of oil, and he said many, many times, just be careful, this is all we have, don't break the jug of oil. And the kid was crying uncontrollably because he said he, got, he saw a cat, and the cat jumped out, and he threw the jug, and it cracked, and now he doesn't have a jug, so that's why he was crying. And the guy said, the, the kid was saying, Ki eich ela ela vi, how can I go back to my father? Shemen eno imi. The, the, this, this broken jug of oil is, the, I don't have that broken, I don't have that jug of oil with me. And the guy was so inspired, he was so inspired, and he said, wow, he said, Ki eich, he said the question back to himself, Ki eich ela ela vi, how am I going to go back to my father? How am I going to go back to Avinu Shabbat Shemayim, you know, in the, state, in the state that I am? So he gave the, the kid money, extra money. He said, I want you to go buy um, two containers of oil, one for your father and one for myself. And he started from then on lighting the Hanukkah candles, and he ended up coming back, he ended up coming back to Yiddishkeit. So there's a couple angles to take on that story. One is that very good, like we're saying. But the other angle is, and this is how close, is that Really, the question of that kid was, in a certain realm, the influence of Yavon. He said, how can I go back to my father with a broken jug? That's a Yavon question, right? Because we know you can break something, and you can sin, and you can make a mistake, but the question can never be, how am I going to go back to my father? It always has to be, that's where, that is my address. That is where I'm going back. Um, and Hashem should give us the, the eyes to see um, you know, we can't touch Hashem, but we can see Him. It's the same thing with the menorahs. So let's learn to see the Hashkacha practice in our lives. That's how we combat Yavon, and Hashem should give us the eyes to do, to do so. And we should see the Mishnah with this too. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.